Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Well, it's early in the season, number one. Um, been through a number of years around the NFL, so um, you know, thankfully they don't stack all the games into week one. If you get a chance to uh, come back the next week and, and develop and make the adjustments you have to make, um, so that's what we're focused on, you know, on right now and, uh, and going out here to practice and get ready for a good football team. It's Bills head coach Sean McDermott. I'm moving on to week two in a game against the Raiders on Sunday afternoon and. Gene, I couldn't help myself. I know who we have joining us here next on the line, the, the host of Send It In, Beck QL, Odyssey Sports betting insider PJ Glasser. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. You can check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Chris, uh, uh, PJ, I didn't know if you heard Gino mention that that right after you, our next guest uh, is a gentleman from CBS Sports by the name of <clears throat> Chris Trapasso. Not bad, Danger, not bad. I want to go back to Gino, though. I thought that was good. Gino, of course, the course, of course, the, uh, the quarterback for Seattle. So yeah. I like the Seahawks this week, guys. I think they can win that game. Well, let, let's start with the NFL, uh, PJ, because we've got a game tomorrow night. I know that you like this card overall for the entire week, but it, do you have any feel on tomorrow night, or are you staying away from, from Vikings-Eagles? Yeah, you know, guys, the Eagles opened up as eight-point favorites. They're seven. They're six-and-a-half at some shops now. They got off to a great start against New England, up 16 nothing in the blink of an eye. Jalen didn't look sharp, had some sloppy turnovers. They probably should have lost that game. And then Minnesota, you know, they were a third year. Of 11 of those 13 wins, they won by just one score. All four of their losses were blowout losses. They lost by double digits. Um, or more so. Obviously, they lost to Tampa week one. I always like backing a team that loses at home and then goes on the road the following week. I think it benefits them that it's a shorter week, have less time to think about it. Not one of my favorite games of the week, fellas, but if I had to pick, I'd, I'd take Minnesota plus the points. Yeah, it, it, back to the Seahawks there, who they look terrible against the, the, yeah. the Rams. And now you have Dan Campbell uh, trying to get everybody riled up. in the. It's going to be a jumping atmosphere in Detroit. Um, PJ, are you comfortable enough laying the points here with the Lions this week? No, Gene, and uh, I would take I would take Seattle plus the points. I'd take a money line, too. I think wow. this is going to be an upset this week. Guys, one thing you'll find out about me when it comes to NFL betting, it's really all about kind of spots and value for me. 
We have Seattle right now who's at an all-time buy low, right? Expectations coming into the year. You lay a dud at home to the Rams. Perception around Seattle is, is this team going to be as good as we thought? And then on the flip side, you have Detroit. They go on the road in Arrowhead, national game. They beat the Chiefs. They already had pretty big expectations coming into the year. Everybody who liked the Lions to begin with is going to love them even more. So we have a Lions team in a sell high. We have a, a Seahawks team in a buy low. I think it's a great spot to back Seattle in this game. So I'd take them plus the points. I'd take a money line as well. PJ, uh, the Bills disappointed us on Monday night, but we, we see Sunday's matchup at home against the Raiders as a potential bounce back. How do you like the Bills and the Raiders on Sunday? Yeah, guys, it's a big number, nine and a half with the Bills. I think what's telling about this game, the look-ahead line in this game was nine and a half. The Raiders not only cover against the Broncos, they win outright. Buffalo, of course, loses outright to the Jets. As you guys know, Josh Allen always struggles against the Jets. I don't really look too much into that. I don't think the Raiders' defense will really cause much resistance. I think Buffalo's offense will be able to move the football. I thought the defense looked pretty good against the Jets. So I would take the Bills in a bounce back. You know, Josh, obviously he's had the turnover issues. I don't see that happening against the Raiders, though. I think the Bills win comfortably. Yeah, PJ, I like hearing that for a few reasons. One, we have a lot of Bills fans listeners. And two, for my own survivor pool uh, purposes. Now, we took Baltimore week one. We advanced. Taking Buffalo week two. Too. And again, I, I for those reasons you just kind of laid out, I feel pretty good about this. I know there's another game that people are looking at in terms of Survivor, and I'm kind of wondering and looking at this line, like really Dallas to cover nine and a half? W- what are your thoughts there about uh, the Jets going down to Big D? So I think there are three games this week, guys, in Survivor Pool that most people are going to look at. It's going to be the Bills, it's going to be the Niners, and then it's going to be the Cowboys. Gene, as you mentioned, I'm riding with Buffalo. I usually never take a road team in survivor pool. And I know San Francisco looked awesome and the Rams looked really good, but you figure that they might regress. And uh, McVeigh always struggles against Shanahan. They usually dominate. Divisional game, though, going on the road, that worries me. And then this Jets-Cowboys game, guys, I'm telling you, I think there's a shot the Jets could win this game outright. Like, I really do. Everybody's talking about Zach Wilson against the Dallas defense, and I get it, and I think he's going to struggle. But I think we should be talking about Dak against that Jets defense. And you saw it on Monday night, right? A team like Dallas who should win that game, if Dak's turning the ball over and and he keeps the Jets in that game, I think they have a chance to pull the upset. Fellas, it's a dangerous thing when you have a Jets team walking into Dallas with nothing to lose. People are telling them all week that their season's over. They're not going to win anything. These are the kind of spots in the NFL you got to be careful of because when teams hear that kind of stuff, it kind of brings them closer together. They're going to be playing for Rodgers this week. I love the Jets plus the points. I think they can win. So I'd be really careful of Dallas. The Bills are the play for me this week. Yeah, we say it all the time. A team isn't as good as their best game, and they're not as bad as their worst game. I don't think the Cowboys are as good as the 40 to nothing beatdown on the Giants, and I don't think the Bills are as bad as they looked uh, on Monday as well. I'm I'm warming up to your survivor pick, by the way, Gino. I think I might end up with Buffalo. (laughs) PJ, I don't know if you knew this about me. I'm a Bears guy, and uh, I was sorely disappointed on Sunday when I saw the the putrid effort in Chicago uh, against Green Bay. But you like them in Tampa this weekend, don't you? 
Danger, I don't like them. I love them this week. I love the Bears this week. Probably my favorite play, either them or, or Pittsburgh on Monday night. Again, we talked about it with Seattle and Detroit, right? You have two teams coming into this game going in opposite directions. The Bills, or the Bears, excuse me, a lot of people were high on the Bears to enter the season. You thought Fields, maybe Dark Horse MVP. Obviously, all the moves that they made in the offseason on offense and defense. And now after one game, one game, fellas, against the Packers team that the Bears always struggle against, people now want to just completely write off the Bears. Meanwhile, you have a Bucks team who people thought weren't going to be that good this season. And now they win one game in Minnesota, and now all of a sudden they're laying three at home. The look-ahead line in this game was Bears one and a half. I'm supposed to believe after one game that there should be a four-and-a-half-point adjustment no way. Bears plus three. Bears money line danger. I think they win the game outright. Ooh, PJ Glasser, uh, your host, has sent it in on the BetQL network, uh, which you can hear daily. We'll tell you about that. Um, PJ, you, you mentioned it before we switch over to college. The Steelers you like. Home dog on Monday night. So I, I'm sure you have a little concern what you saw on, uh, on Sunday against the Niners, but uh, I, I would take it that you know, you're not exactly looking at the Niners defense in, in Cleveland here. Yeah, exactly, guys. And I think the Browns game against the Bengals and the Steelers game against the Niners was more so about the opponents. I think the Browns game was just more about how bad Cincinnati was. Burrow threw for 85 yards. T. Higgins didn't have a catch. Jamar Chase had two. Like, that's just not going to happen again. And Burrow, as we know, he always struggles against the Browns. He's only beaten them one time. So it shocked me how bad they looked, but it didn't shock me that they struggled in that game. And yeah, the Cleveland defense was great, but offensively like Deshaun Watson did, didn't look like that great. You know, Nick Chubb looked like his normal self, big injury though, in this game, guys, Jack Conklin, one of the linemen for the Browns out for the year, not a guy I want to lose going into a week where you have to face off against TJ Watt. And then the Steelers, I thought that was just more about how great San Francisco looked. Pickett definitely struggled, but that's one of the best defenses in football. I've watched Browns-Steelers my whole life, guys, being a Ravens fan in the AFC North. It's like Packers-Bears. The Steelers just have their number. If you're giving me two and a half with the Steelers at home off of a bad blowout performance, I'm going to take Tomlin. I'm going to take the Steelers at home. PJ, you mentioned the Bengals and, and their lack of offensive production against the Browns. Do you think that they can get it going against the Ravens on Sunday? I I do. I do. And look, it's a divisional game. It's three and a half. I think a lot of people are going to like the Ravens in this matchup. There was a stat I saw that I really, I couldn't believe it. The Ravens are 18-2-1 against the spread in their last 21 games as an underdog. Lamar's usually really good as an underdog, but the Ravens have injuries, guys. One of their safeties, Marcus Williams, he's going to be out. Their two best offensive linemen, Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum, they're going to be out. I just think they're dealing with injuries and we're getting the Bengals off of a bad performance. I think Cincinnati wins by a touchdown. I like the Bengals three and a half. PJ Glass, your host of uh, Send It In. I, I cannot wait till our conversation next week because, boy, the, the college football slate next week, Colorado, other games. I mean, it, it, that's going to be exciting. But we have a few games to look at here. A lot of Penn State fans in, in our area here. Do you feel comfortable enough to lay the points? Uh, it's 14 and a half, the Nittany Lions playing at, at Illinois here, PJ. Gene, I'm glad you brought up how great the slate is next week because I think from a betting standpoint, I think that's the way you kind of view this week. Who's going to be looking ahead? Who's going to have letdown games? 
where there are the sleepy spots. I think Penn State, Illinois is one of those games. It's a noon kick in Champaign, and Illinois is the kind of team with the way they play, good defense, slow pace on offense, can muck it up. Penn State's got Iowa next week. That's the whiteout game in Penn State. I think this could be a tricky little spot. I like the Illini plus the points to muck it up and keep it ugly. I don't know if they can win, but I think they can keep it close. Yeah, and I think if you're a Penn State fan, you look at this kind of game and you think, yeah, this is the kind of game that we normally would trip up on. You don't expect right. them to, to to have a problem with Illinois, but for some reason, Penn State always seems to struggle, play down a little bit to some of their opponents. What about uh, Virginia Tech Rutgers here, PJ? We know that that's another game that you're you're targeting for this weekend. It is, guys, and this is just all about the line move. Rutgers opened up at four. Now they're all the way up to seven. And, again, Rutgers, we saw them against Northwestern on Sunday in week one, and then last week against Temple. This is just more about, like, they haven't played anybody. And Virginia Tech's not that good of a team. I just don't think Rutgers should be laying seven in this game. The fact we're getting a key number in what should be a low-scoring game between two teams – Probably going to play in the high teens, low 20s type of game, 20 to 17 type game. I just think the the line has moved too much now where we're getting value on Virginia Tech. So I like them plus seven. PJ, tell everybody about Send It In. Uh, it's really great content. And, and I lo- one thing I love about it, PJ, you get right to the point. Keep it moving. We do. We do, Gene. Yeah, one thirty to 2 o'clock Eastern time, guys, every Monday through Friday. And what's awesome is it's interactive. So if you watch the show, on Twitch. If you watch it on YouTube, you can chime in, ask me any questions, give out picks, best bets that you have. So it's great. We talk a little bit of everything. It's a 30 minute show, fast paced. Um, So yeah, make sure uh, everybody checks it out. Send it in. BetQL Network, uh, Monday through Fridays. Awesome work as always, PJ. Talk to you again next week. Thank you guys. Talk to you next week. The host of Send It In, Odyssey Sports betting insider PJ Glasser, insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. We, we got to like take suggestions to Gino Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the quarterback in Cincinnati? Oh yeah, that's Joe Barrow. Yeah, we, we got a little uh, little Baltimore accent on a PJ today. We'll, we'll we'll come up with a list. We got it. We need a list of names to challenge PJ with on a weekly basis. That'll be fun. The one thing I don't think we want to joke about, but who's the guy that got suspended from the Rays? Yeah, that would that would qualify if he wasn't Wander into- Franco. Yeah. <laughs> That guy. That guy. Uh, PJ Glasser, great as always. Uh, We'll get that up and on demand for you here inside the free-to-download Odyssey app. Just search out the sports bar wherever you get your shows, uh, and you'll find us there. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the platforms. Chris Trapasso, CBS Sports draft analyst, joining us next. We're going to break down some of what he saw from looking at the film from Monday night, talk a little bit about Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills with one of our favorites. Yeah, Chris, coming up next, uh, you can join us on the other side of that, uh, 8664-FAN, 8664-326. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot take order order in the court follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts